Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes barred. I'm in. Um, she's in the room with her cafeteria. air. Um, cafeteria, and don't forget, the milk frother. Oh, look at that thing. It looks like I a know. penis pump. It could be. I mean, yeah. if you were to see the girth, that's one hell of a dick. That is. That looks delightful. So do you put that onto some sort of whizzer thing? Yeah, it's an electric one. Oh. And you have different functions. So you've got hard froth. I love a hard froth. <laughs> I fucking love a hard froth. Yeah, uh, you've got a soft froth. You've got a, just a milk warmer. And then you've got one where it actually makes the milk cold and frothy. My kids love it. It's like oh, a milkshake wow. for them. Oh, mate, I know. That so is it's two it. quid on Amazon. Is it? I'm going to buy one for my dad. Oh, I'll send it to you. I'll yeah, send, send you the link. link. Uh, but can I just say... Has anybody else noticed the fact that Amazon no longer do next day delivery? Really? Oh, my Lord. I'm living. Well, this is life-changing. <laughs> Are you sure your Prime hasn't just run out? No, mate. No. Really? I know yeah. I, when I buy, like, really mental, obscure things on there, right, it never has. Next, <laughs> like milk frothers. A milk, no, my milk frother came within 24 bloody hours, I'll have you know. I have not had anything arrive within 24 hours, and I am not happy, Vic. It's been a long time as well. We're not supposed to condone Amazon, though, are we? Because it's like the devil or something. Oh, right. Well, also at the same time, for everyone who's <laughs> condoning it, I'm not being funny. I get it a damn sight quicker than I do via the Royal Mail, so. Um, this week has been quite a... It's been a really emotional week for me. Uh, obviously, you've known about my dad for a long time, haven't you? Yeah. From the beginning. Um, and uh, we've talked about it at length a lot. But um, my dad's got leukemia. I haven't talked about it publicly, which sounds so weird. Like, talk about it publicly. Who do I think I am? Like, fucking J-Lo or something. No, you're um, fucking Victoria Eames, mate. Fuck J-Lo. Fuck J-Lo. I'm Vicky from the block or Vicky something. Vicky from the block. <laughs> That girl couldn't be less from the block as she tried. Oh, no. Let's be honest. <laughs> she literally forced Ben Affleck to sit down on a chair while she gave him a private concert at their wedding. And everyone else had to sit and watch. No one really talked about their wedding enough, did they? Because nobody should give a fuck. Yeah, true. Uh, although I watched the documentary about her. Have you watched it on Netflix? It's actually really good. But she's just um, how driven she is. You're like, fuck my life. I will yeah. never be like that. And you know what? I'm, I love that. I love a strong female. And I love the idea of just like that passion and drive. But it actually fucking fucks with my head how much people invest in celebrities' relationships. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. all the shit that's going on at the moment, Harry Styles fucking Chris Pine and... I obviously didn't fuck Chris Pine. I'd no. fuck Chris Pine. I'd fuck Harry Styles, to be fair. And I'd fuck <laughs> Olivia Wilde. But the fact that Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles, the speculation of the fact that they're not together anymore, and then the speculation of the fact that Harry Sp- Styles spat at fucking Chris Pine. I know. 
Oh my God. Like how there are people literally dying of starvation and there are paedophiles that walk our streets. We're going to fucking dissect whether Harry Styles spat at Chris Pine. Okay. Yeah. We've, you know what? We've all got our priorities really set, haven't we? I know, but I'm here for the drama. I've actually loved it. I've watched all of that shit and just been like... I've watched it. I'm not going to lie, hilarious. I have watched it. My favourite one is Harry Styles, because I've never really heard him speak before um, when he's like... Oh, my God, a Chris Pine. It's like a movie. It's a Chris Pine movie. Yeah. It's just like a like movie. In the theatre. Have you seen the other one with Lady Gaga and... Oh um, my God, Selma Hayek. Was it Selma Hayek? Selma Hayek looked like yes. she'd actually died. So funny. Lady Gaga's a nutcase, isn't she? She's and I studied uh, the Usher Gawanda yeah, but performance she was of arts in regards I to I left drama. her behind. I didn't want her to be a part. Like talking about herself in the third. We've said this many times. If you talk about yourself in the third person, you're a cunt. The only time you do it is when you're writing self bio. Yeah, but that's different because you're not saying the words out loud, are you? No. But I, you know, like if I were to If you ever came in here and you were like... (laughs) Laura has just taken a sip of her coffee. You'd be like, and our friendship is over. Yeah, exactly. I can't. I can't handle it. can't handle it. I love that we started this conversation talking about my dad's terminal leukemia diagnosis. (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) Go on, carry on. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. If you can't laugh about it, what can you do? Well, you know what? I think there's a whole range of emotions when it comes to grief. And grief. And uh, you've got to feel all of them. And that's totally healthy. If it's laughing, crying, anger, frustration, like you've just got to go with it as shit as it is. I felt all of those things. But this week, I think as well today, like I said to you, I feel a bit more balanced today. I've had a very wobbly week because we went away at the weekend together as a family uh, just my mum and my dad and my siblings and spent some time together for like the first time in 20 years which is the six of us which was absolutely lush just so lovely and it was kind of perfect do you know what I mean and that does not happen normally when my family meets up but it was and then we were all on such a high from it and we shot a music video um, which, which was just so exceptionally much amazing. Oh, your God, brother so mate good. your brother yeah Fuck. look just don't alright because my dad was like can you do a shot of Bubs in slow motion? Because we call him Bubs, that's his nickname. Coming out of the pool with the water dripping off him. I'm like, what is this? This is just weird. No, uh, he's like, everyone will love it. And I'm like, they yeah, will no, love it. You should how listen to your dad. The music video? I Who did cares? it. I shot it because my dad was like, do a shot of it. Mate, like, you've oh, got dad, to put that up out. on your Instagram and nothing else. I know that's weird because it's your brother, but we are all begging for it. <laughs> I know you are, you slags. <laughs> he is a good looking boy. You know, I can good... say that objectively. You know, I actually sister. watched it. I watched that video and I thought, how does she not fancy him? Oh my God. I know. Well, let me tell you, he does not use deodorant. So that is quite off putting. I'll overlook that. You would love it. You'd be right in there in his armpits. I love a pheromone, you? yeah. He smells like an onion, a human onion. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, you know, some people pointed out, they were like, doesn't he just look like Steve? And I'm like, I think that's only because of the ginger really? beard. Do you yeah. think so? I don't. He has got a he bit of a... doesn't have that body. I was going to say, yeah, just without the body, maybe. It's the beard, isn't it? And the kind of... He's the same colouring as my brother. He's got that ginger. blonde hair, but ginger 
beard. Um, Steve's just ginger, but thanks for trying. Is to... his hair ginger? He's he's all, he's he's Albany. Uh, hazel. You know. Yeah, I think my brother is too, actually. But my brother's a tree surgeon, so you've got to remember that he's like doing the most physical job you can possibly imagine, and I that's why his body looks like that. I take that body. Amy is a lucky girl. I know he's got a girlfriend. So but then, to be fair, yeah, because have you seen how many people have asked if he was single? Yeah, I know. People are like, is he single? Amy must be like, um. yeah. I would not want that. That's why. I, that's why I'm with Rob because I just couldn't deal with that type of attention. <laughs> Jackie, Rob's beautiful. Rob is fit. He's fit. Rob. Yeah. Obviously, and in a non-weird way. Rob is like my hero at the moment because he's just been looking after me so much. Like Aww. he had the kids over the weekend. Obviously, they're his kids, so I'm not like, are you babies had the kids? But there was no. I would have felt a bit like put out, you know, if it, if it, he'd gone away. Or I'd be proper passive aggressive and be like, yeah, of course. Obviously, you've just got to go. And then as soon as he'd get away, I'd be like, I cannot believe you went away. Exactly. <laughs> um. So he's done all of that. Like he's just been, yeah, he's been lovely. He's, but I felt, I felt proper looked after and nurtured. I think that's when you know nice. that you've met your lobster. You've I met know. your match. You know, you've met your person when they look after you like that. Yeah. When they take care of you. I think like, uh, although there are many times when I, I seriously doubt whether Steve is the sexual orientation in which I desire. Um, <laughs> what a woman. <laughs> According to some, he is transitioning. So, you know, I know we can always so hope. funny, isn't it? I don't think he'd make a very attractive woman. So I, he, I wouldn't even fancy him as a woman anyway. No, no. But, um, what's I going to say? I can't remember. This conversation is absolutely oh, no, no, hilarious. That's right. I know. It's so fucking random. We've not even like got to the point of anything. There's a fly in my house and I'm going to kill it, mate. I cannot wait to beat it to fucking death. Um, so what was I saying? Oh, yeah, about Steve. And then last year when I was super poorly and he was so kind and he, honest to God, the level of patience that he had, I wouldn't have been as patient or as kind as he was to me. Yeah. It's just like, it made me be like, fuck, I love you so much. It hurts. Yeah. You yeah, are so felt. fucking lovely. But then very quickly he'd do something else and, you know, I'm back really to, I hate you so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but having that time away, obviously it was lush, like being with my family, but it was just really good for me mentally after the summer holidays. It really yeah. let me have like a little bit of a, I don't know, a little bit of a break. Like, do you know, my, my favourite thing about it was what? not having to do bedtime. Oh God, absolutely. Hey, three nights in a row of no bedtime. Do you want to know what I messaged Steve last night at 10 past eight? Go on. I'll, I'll read it to you. Whilst you were lying in the bed with one of your children, waiting yeah. for them to fall asleep. Uh, I am so overdoing this every single night. <laughs> I sent that at quarter to eight last night. And he put, I know, babe, I'm so sorry he won't let me do it. Kiss, kiss. <laughs> and I'm thinking, no, no, you don't. You're not fucking sorry, mate, because you're not lying here like a plank, yeah. just waiting for this knobhead to go to sleep. Yeah. Oh, I hate bedtime. We all know this. I just, I just can't wait for the days that I, they can just put themselves to bed. Me too. And I don't have to be worried about what time it is and be like, "Fuck, they need to go to bed." Oh yeah. But it actually, it's been all right since I've come home. I've, I've, I've my patience was restored by a hundred percent. I mean, it's already deteriorated quite a bit, and probably yeah. I mean, we can't like sixty now, but we can't keep that level of longevity, mate. You know, no, I know. Again, the the natural human response is we will get sick of it eventually. Yeah. I feel like this chatter, as hilarious as it been, and some of it definitely won't make it to the podcast because we hundred percent never ever ever make it on live of anything ever again, and we've ruined our careers. Um, shall I read a news article? Yes, go on. Yeah. 
This is actually very current. It was only last week. Penis under USB attack. 15-year-old boy gets USB cable stuck in his genitals trying to measure it, undergo surgery. A 15-year-old boy from the UK was trying to measure the inside of his private part in the form of sexual exploration by using a USB cable, which then knotted itself and had to be removed surgically. What t- in fucking God's name is happening? I know. I don't, Why are you, you using you USB? Why? How is that a ruler? It's not a fucking ruler, is it? But he's put it up inside. Because he wants to measure the inside of his penis. I don't understand why you need to know the inside. But, mate, common sense. This inside is probably going to be the same length as the fucking outside. outside. (laughs) (laughs) Look up genital autonomy or a penis autonomy. And surely... you you are wasting your time because he's done it already. Um, I know. You know, if his mum's listening, just our thoughts are with you and your son's penis right now. The the teenager tried to remove the cable stuck in his genitals, but he was unable to due to the knots and tangles. What the fuck? I mean, is his penis penis like like a fucking origami? (laughs) (laughs) It's got hands in there. And tonight I'm going to make you a swan. Uh, uh, After which he began to experience blood in his urine. He was taken to hospital by his mother. (laughs) Poor mum. The conversation. It's always the mum, innit? So do you think he'd done a piss? Was the cable up there? And he'd done a piss around there. And he's like, oh my God. (laughs) But you know what? Thinking about USB cable, it's quite girthy to go in the eye. But you're thinking of, of the, the other, <laughs> the eye of the, of the snake. You're thinking of the bit that goes in. I'm thinking of the other end that is got the singular hole, like what our dildos charge on. What, like a little one like that? And then, you know, and he's thread it up there. Is it USB? That's, that's like USB to some other connection then, isn't it? Yeah. Can't be USB to USB. That no, boy exactly. wouldn't make it out alive. He wouldn't get <laughs> it up there. Unless he had a massive penis. Well, unless he had a massive hole. Yeah, that's true. Well, it does now, that's, like. that's a hell of a hole, isn't it? <laughs> um, so hang on. Uh, he was taken to hospital by his mother where he confessed to the doctors that he was trying to measure his penis and use the USB cable instead of a ruler as doctors could not remove the cable with a metal rod oh, due to the knot. They God. had to operate on him. Oh, God. I am so confused. Oh, my God, there's a fucking picture. What, of his willy? No. The cable became knotted. Yes, it is. It's the fucking picture of it. What, of his willy or of the USB cable? Mate, it was It was the big end of the USB that was up there. Oh, my God. I just don't understand. There's no, there's no common sense explanation as to Fuck. how it got knotted he once really it was inside. He really fucking threaded it up there, mate. He wasn't just like single thread. He was like putting it all up there. But what I don't understand, though, is it's still quite, like, bending. What I don't understand is why the fuck someone uploaded that onto... I mean, he, maybe his mum was like, come on, sweetheart, this is your opportunity to shine. <laughs> There's a lot up there, mate. There's so much. Who's I mean, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm so impressed with the, the amount of cabling. It's, a bit, it's blurry. Oh, my God. It's gone like, like deep fu- into his bladder. Has yeah. that actually gone into his bladder? I think so. Oh, no wonder God. it got. That's not measuring it, darling. No. I, what? Why do you need to know what? How long the inside of your penis is? I just don't understand the attraction. 
Although mate, I am now mate, thinking, why, why did I try to pierce my belly button with Personally, a the USB needle? cable? I want to see how deep my vagina is. <laughs> I'd Be lose like one it. of those magic tricks Cave excavation, that in. is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> see how far it goes before it hits something. <laughs> It would be like one of those holes that never reaches the bottom. It's just, it is just a black hole. You'll just disappear into the vortex of time if you, if you try to do that. Like Narnia, mate. There's all sorts out there. Maybe that's where all our USB cables keep disappearing to. Like, where ah, is yeah. it? And all the odd socks. Yeah, they're right yeah, up there. <laughs> Poor oh, don't try that at home, please. No. And that conversation with the mum. Oh, oh, you just hope that you teach your children better common sense than that. But kids are thick, aren't they? I just think kids are, especially when it comes to stuff like that. Like I did, you know, I did all sorts of weird things when I was a kid, when I was like a teenager. What I was the weirdest thing you did? tried to put them on my feet and... <laughs> I didn't get a lot of action in school. Why did you put them on your feet? I found them in my sister's room and I just thought it would be funny to just try and blow them up and put them on my feet. I actually think I'm more of a boy at times than I am a girl. Because I work? just do No, I got it on my big toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anything else? Anything else weird? Um oh God. What about you? I'll let you go while I while I go back through the archives of Laura's stupid decisions. I'm trying to think. I don't. I, I I've always been. I've always been a quite cautious person. So trying stuff like that, like I'd be too scared, you know, of the consequences of thinking. Probably, maybe my danger awareness is quite heightened. <laughs> being such a flighty really? bitch. I was going to say that doesn't sound like you, Vic. <laughs> so I would kind of connect the dots and be like, maybe it's not a good idea to shove I might something die. up a hole that it's, I might not be able to get it back out of. Yeah, I try. I also try to pierce my belly button with one of my mum's like sewing needles. Oh my god! On multiple occasions, because I was just sure that if I tried one more time, I'd succeed. Thank God I never did. Did you hurt yourself though? Oh, mate, it hurt. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, I don't even think I went through the first layer of skin. Oh, no, I couldn't do that. I no, don't like again, pain either, so no. no. Tried to, I also tried to pierce my ears as well, but that didn't work. No. <laughs> what did you use? <laughs> my like mum's needle. And, my mum's seven needles. Okay, yeah. I didn't even use either. a cork, so there wasn't really any, like, you know, force or... No. That's, yeah, that's not that's not advisable. The, the only thing I can think of is that... Um, really obsessed with smoking when I was a teenager like really thought it was really cool I was like I want to smoke I know but we were definitely from that era where smoking was proper cool yeah yeah oh yeah definitely and it was just so alluring it was like oh, I want to do that and we had a sleepover at someone's house but we obviously we didn't have any cigarettes and we were all about 13 so you're not going to get cigarettes and um we actually we literally used an A4 piece of paper and some tea leaves and rolled it up and smoked that. That's incredible. <laughs> so like a comedy massive bifter with a fucking A4 piece fucking of tea paper. Leaves. I'm surprised you didn't catch your fucking face on fire. Well, the, the paper just like lit up and we all were terrified that we were going to get caught because there was just loads also, of smoke. Also, what you were doing was just inhaling black smoke, which yeah, is basically how you anything. die. <laughs> it's carcinogenic. I mean, cigarettes are carcinogenic anyway, but this was particularly... Dangerous. Yeah. No um, filters. No filters could have got my filters. Off. Too hardcore yeah. for that. But we didn't even know that you'd put a filter in it. We just it just ended up with a mouthful of tea and eyes full of smoke. 
that, my friends, is how Vic became the rebel. Yeah, such a rebel. <laughs> um, and then, then one of our friends, um, her mum smoked, so she used to steal her fags and we'd smoke them. But God, smoking is such a weird one that I've smoked. I smoked a casual, you know, social smoker for fucking years. I only really stopped doing it after Oliver. Oh, really? Yeah, like I'd always have a cig when I was having a drink. Cig, Love a it. little cig, little cig. I don't ever want it once once I'd had a couple of drinks and then that was it. It was like the gates were opened and I'd just be like, Dot Cotton, fucking Dot Cotton. Give us a fucking Marlboro Menthol, yeah. Um, and I like now I love the smell of it, which I know people find disgusting, but I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't find it, it uh, repulsive. Like I'm not. I think if like you smell somebody and they smell like yeah, they that's have different. But if it's like fresh 70. smoke, someone's just lit yeah. up a cigarette. I like that smell. It's not offensive to me. No, but um, but obviously I was a bit of a casual stoner, so yeah, exactly. I didn't get into that till later, but God, I used to smoke loads when I was a teenager. But it was just one of those things that is so disgusting that I used to have to train myself to. I had to train myself to smoke. It didn't just come naturally. Oh, it didn't come naturally to me, mate. You I know, like I was like trying first to time blow smoke signals out. Yeah, and like I'd, I'd actually wig out because I was I was such a little rake. I didn't really eat that much food. I was. 14 and I'd have a cigarette and then I'd have to lie down for like four hours and just eat cheese and onion crisps like I could that's what was that a normal cigarette yeah a normal cigarette it would just Jesus. knock me for six because it's just so sensitive oh willow <laughs> pack oh, it in oh, yeah. yeah I don't think I really did silly things like that I certainly wasn't sticking I mean I was masturbating with hairbrushes and shit like that yeah see I didn't do that no I'm sure that I once lay down on a mirror <laughs> Actually, wank naked. Did you? Just trying to imagine what it'd be like to be with another person. Oh my god! (laughs) Becky did. I like mount. I lay it on the floor. I like mounted a full-length mirror. And to be fair, I I pretty much, you know, masturbated on Michael Jackson's face in my bedroom. <laughs> so, so we were all up to something. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other weird thing that I did is the kiss posters. Kissed kiss so an funny. orange to see if that's what it felt like to kiss <laughs> somebody. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've been there, mate. I've been there. Well, my nan used to be a right chain smoker. I was just go back to smoking again. And um, I stole one of her cigarettes and I smoked it in her house because, you know, you could smoke in there because she smoked so you wouldn't smell it. And um, I, I was in the little toilet and weirdly, because your nan does mental shit like this, the, it was carpeted. It was a carpeted toilet. Who yeah. even does that? Um, but my sister my like was. knocked on the door and was like, what are you doing in there? And I panicked and I like threw the cigarette and I thought that, um, you know, it was fine. And then about 15 minutes later, my sister was like, the toilet's on fire. <gasps> and I'd set fire to the fucking carpet. Oh and, my um, God. The, the, it burnt like a patch in the carpet under because it had gone underneath the cabinet. And uh, I got in so much trouble for that. that yeah, was, that's bad. Yeah, it was really bad. And it was that one where my dad was like, I can't even look at you right now. I will deal with you later. It was one of those. That's like, bad. <laughs> I, I got a serious bollocking uh, from my nan and then my mum for touching my nan's Reader's Digest books. <laughs> what is that magazine? It's not their books. So it was Are like, you know, 
old like all of the old traditional books but they're like the red leather ones oh the posh ones yeah. and my nan had them all in the hall my nan was such a fucking strict bastard she just wasn't a particular joy to be around and there was never anything to do in the house and I was like can I touch you she was like no and I was never one to like defy rules but I wanted to prove to her that I was careful. And so I picked one up and I very delicately took it into the living room to her. And I was like, oh, look at how delicate these pages are. She was like, ah, Laura. And then she told my mom and then my mom smacked me and she was like, Laura, you know, you're like, it's a fucking book. Eighties parents, now. man. Any excuse to hit their kids, I swear. Oh, I loved it. Uh, so moving on from that, you know, such a happy, I don't even know why we've laughed so much because there's so much travesty in the first part of this podcast. I know. You know what? I really do think this though. I think when taboo subjects and death being one of them, I do feel that comedy breaks down how sort of overwhelmingly morbid and depressing it all is. Yeah. You know, and and for my family who we've always had a laugh, like my dad's always been a bit of a joker, you know, messing around, being really like physically funny, just being a massive show off basically. My dad and my brother and my one of my sisters, they're just huge show offs. <laughs> Which I know people are thinking, mm, aren't you? But actually, I'm not in the family. No. I'm one of the quieter ones. I'm a bit more introverted. Um, I I've just learned to shine online on my own. No, platform. same for me though. Like I'm yeah. I'm nowhere near as loud and uh, rebunctious as I am online. As There's I am no within fucking my room family for me to do it yeah. in my family because those roles have been taken up by three other people. But we we just have a laugh, and it's how we connect, and it, it just makes everything so much more bearable. Being Absolutely. able to I think make it's a fucking great quality joke. to have. Yeah, and have it a lull. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, death's hilarious. Anyway, moving on from that, um, we've got. <laughs> We've got a voice note, so I'm going to play it. Well, anyway, we don't have a voice note. So moving on to Vic's hilarious story, because that's clearly much better than what I found. Mate, this is rather funny. Okay. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Listening to last week's episode out loud on my phone while outside watching the kids run around, feeding my animals and having a beer. Usually my favourite pastime of the week, but today was unfortunately different. <laughs> My Star Wars obsessed seven-year-old boy was playing with a lightsaber that records your voice and repeats it over the sound effects of Star Wars. He must have run past me at the wrong time because 10 minutes later when his father came out to talk to me, all I hear coming from the kid's toy is Laura's voice (laughs) saying, women can orgasm up to 45 minutes. (laughs) Over the sound of Chewbacca roaring and spaceship shooting. (laughs) Very awkward conversation until I figured out what must have happened. Oh, I would have loved a Chewbacca. (laughs) Women can orgasm for 45 minutes. That is the best thing I've ever heard. Oh god, that's good. Absolutely love it. Um, so there you go. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, that is brave listening to our podcast out loud with children around anyway. Yeah, but it's the end of the summer holidays, mate. Anything goes at that point, True. doesn't it? It's quite it's very sweary. I mean, it'll be an education for them. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, I don't think you want your seven-year-old to hear about me lying naked on a mirror masturbating to myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? I do. <laughs> if there is one thing that I am so pleased about, it's that. I mean, this would have been the same time in my life that I was leaving chocolate logs on toilet seats. So it kind of really <laughs> says a lot about who I was. Uh, well, I think you were a fantastic child because it's only gone on to make some fantastic Thanks. stories. Thank on. you. Uh, so um, I've got a story, Vic, and it says, um, this reminded me of a couple of occasions from my adventurous days. I want to put it out there. I am by no stretch of the imagination a dogger, but I do love to have sex outside. <laughs> Me and my ex-boyfriend could only have sex outside of our homes as our parents didn't like him and his parents were devout Catholics. So we had sex wherever we could. We decided to drive to one of our local nature reserves and park up the very dark car park. It was the middle of December. There was snow. (laughs) There was snow and ice on the ground and the scene was beaut. No other cars in the car park at the time. We started getting down to it on the front seat. I straddled over him and obviously my ass was in the view of the windscreen. <laughs> Only when he looked up did he see a family standing in front of the car with sledges staring at us. Oh no. Oh my God, what time of day was it? <laughs> it must have been daytime. That day I turned into a Formula One driver and skidded out of the car park as fast as I could. I can just, can you imagine? I fucking hell like oh children divert your eyes I know I, I mean yeah I don't I wouldn't I just can't I couldn't do it in a car park I don't think when Rob was like really young when he was like he must have only been about 17 he worked at Tesco uh putting jam in donuts <laughs> Not really. Sounds like euphemism. <laughs> I didn't even know that was someone's job. <laughs> yeah, we in the bakery and you put the jam in the donuts. Oh my um, God. Yeah. But he, there was a lot Joe, of. Joe, uh, Joe uh, he was literally the, the donut filler. <laughs> he was the donut filler. Um, explains why he gained about three and a half stone there when he worked there because he just used to take home like bags full of overstuffed donuts because he put too much jam in them because he's a greedy wanker uh yeah so he he like had an affair with someone that he worked with who was like way older than him and she was married and they used to go to um like industrial retail park kind of vibes place and have sex in her car Holy shit. I know. It's like, that is so sordid. Why can't it be so more sordid. like that with me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, actually, I don't want to have sex outside. No, thanks. Not an industrial car park. I do B&M love the idea. The like, uh, like the idea of, you know, that whole naughty, secret, sneaky sex. But I have kids. And yeah. honest to God, there is no way that I would have the balls. I would not be able to have enjoyable sex outside in the daylight at the risk of being caught. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because you just think about your responsibility. I just, I'd also be thinking, fuck, if I get caught. Yeah, I know. Like, what would, it's illegal, isn't it? So you get arrested, right? Probably. But back back in the day, I wouldn't have even batted an eyelid over that. No, didn't occur to you. But now we've got, we're we're responsible adults. We are. Well, I'm an adult, but I don't know that I'm responsible. (laughs) I just don't have sex in car parks, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) Like, when have you got the time to do that anyway? Because it's not like you can go out at night. You've got to get a babysitter to go and do some dogging. (laughs) I don't think my mum would be up for that. If I said, what are you guys doing? Oh, I'm just going to go and let uh, Rob finger me in the uh, Tesco (laughs) car park. (laughs) Let Rob finger me. Oh, I guess nice maybe it's, it's because the lure isn't there, is it? 
you know, like the idea of being fingered in the car park, I feel like I've moved past that stage in my life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, book me a hotel and I will yeah. sit on your face, but <laughs> anything outside of that, I don't think I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, um, just doesn't appeal. I'm just too, like I said, I'm very safety conscious. You are, yeah. I think I've got a lot more recklessness in me. Steve's very safety conscious. So Steve's and Rob too, he's the most calculative. Sort of, I'm really surprised that he did it because he's normally like, health and safety, everything is health and safety. He's scared of, you know, like a step. He gets scared of a step. <laughs> he thinks someone's going to fall over it. So it's just a step, all right? And then inevitably Oliver falls over it. So maybe he's got reason to feel that way. I was literally just about to say that we used to take the piss out of my dad because my nan used to smack him, like used to wallop him over the head with lettuce. And my dad said about the fact that he used to be like scared of lettuce because of like that. So then we used to take the piss out of the fact that my dad was basically beaten within an inch of his life with an iceberg. And we used to think it was hilarious. And we'd be like, oh, dad's scared of lettuce. (laughs) But in actual fact, you know, my dad's got a nervous disposition and horrific anxiety, probably because of his days of being beaten. (laughs) Love it, abused by a lettuce. Well, I think that brings us to the end of another rather wonderful, if not slightly warped and weird episode. Um, If you want to send us any stories, any agony aunts and any other business, you can email us at noholdbarspodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do, Laura? Go on over to our Instagram page at noholdsbarspodcast and pop to our DMs. And also, please, could you rate and subscribe across whatever listening platform you listen to this podcast on? Thank you much, Lou. I used to really, really, really rag on you every week for saying that. And now... The tables have turned. Look at me. See you next Tuesday, butchers. See you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams. And to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process. So I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.